There are a few social media accounts that are my go-tos when I need a laugh, and Kate Calls is one of them. You may know her as Late with Kate on Instagram, where she's often sharing one of her latest awkward moments or attempting advanced acro yoga moves with her ever so willing husband, Jeremy, or just dancing like a wild woman. But there is a more serious side of her. Kate is also a scrappy serial entrepreneur who's evolved into quite the confident businesswoman. And today she's sharing what her entrepreneurial journey looked like and why she's on a mission to help everyone feel comfortable in their own skin. And just as a heads up, we recorded this interview before the coronavirus hit. Ever have a parenting question that feels so embarrassing you dare not speak it out loud? Well, that's where I come in. I'm Vanessa Quigley, and this is the Mom Force brought to you by Chatbooks. This is your safe space to get those pressing parenting questions answered by experts. And as a mother of seven, I have loads of opinions too. If you like what you hear, feel free to leave us a review because we love reading them. And subscribe and share with your friends. Welcome to the Mom Force. All right, guys, I am so excited to have in the studio today with my sister Erica, the one and only Kate Call. Hello, oh, Kate. I'm so excited. But you might guys. know her by her Instagram handle. Late with Kate. Late, Late with, Kate. with Kate. Have you seen her dancing and oh, talking boy. a million miles an hour on Instagram? You're not missing too much. <laughs> Let's be honest. Hey, when I found your account, I was there for it all. And I was semi-obsessed with you. Do you remember I saw you out in public at some point oh and I stopped gosh. you and I'm like, are you Kate? And oh, you just gosh. handled it so well. And does that happen to you a lot? Um, I mean, maybe at Target. That's usually Target. the place. That's your but, demographic. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't feel like it's really like that, though. When I meet somebody, they're like, oh, my gosh, I feel like I know you. I'm like, oh, you do. Like, I, way too well. Yeah. Isn't that sure, way too I much. So I don't I really, normally go up to strangers and start talking to them. No, I love but it. But I just felt myself drawn to you. Like, <laughs> oh, hi. Well, I felt the same way about you. <laughs> so it was definitely a mutual that, feeling. The space that Instagram has created has really, you feel like, I want to ask, like, how was your trip? And totally. I feel like I know personal details about your family. Because I do. Because she do. shares yeah. them all. And really personal stuff. I, love, I well, share way too much. <laughs> that's why people keep coming back for more. Oh, you're it's real. so nice. I know. But when I found you, I thought, this is my kind of people. And, and I love all that stuff you post, but I don't have the guts to post that publicly. I will like, send it to my sister's <laughs> group chat, and that's where it stays forever. Oh, I love um, it. But there are over 100,000 people following along. A lot. How a lot of people feel? like a, a lot of crazy, it sounds like. I don't know. Maybe it's just they feel better about their own lives when they see somebody else being crazier than them or when they yeah. hear about uncomfortable things happening to somebody else besides them. I, I think know. it makes people feel like, oh, finally, I'm not alone. I this- hope so. I get her. She's my people. Like you said, she's my people. I get her. I hope so. That really yeah. is my main goal with Late with Kate, is making people feel comfortable. Yeah. Well, In the good, the bad, the uncomfortable, all of it's that. It's working. Even as I gave her the little tour around the office today, people recognized her like, <gasps> oh, oh, I know you, Kate. <laughs> so cute. You're doing good work in this world. Um, so well, nice. when we asked in the Facebook group, our Mom Force Facebook group, who people wanted to hear from, so many people said Late with Kate. And actually, oh. that's how I found you. Oh, that's so Started nice. Following you there. I paid them all, but well, happy they, to be here. They got, you got me here. a lot of money then because we got a lot of responses. Oh. <laughs> they all said how real and relatable you were. Of course, she's funny, but that real and relatable piece, I think that is what connects your audience with oh, you so Oh, that much. really means so much because really that's what I've poured into Late with Kate. I really have tried to... And, and when they when I meet people in public and they say, I feel like I know you, I really do feel like I know them too, even though I know that sounds so cheesy. But I think we've just connected on on levels that are not just here's a pretty picture of myself or my family or whatever. But they've been through 
weird OBGYN appointments and we've talked about it or laser hair removal <laughs> down yeah. yonder, like stuff uh, like yeah. that that nobody wants to talk about. If they're willing to listen and connect with me that way, it's it's something that that binds us both ways. One of the questions that someone posted in our Mom Force Facebook group said, I would love to hear how she finds so much joy in some of the awkward or embarrassing experiences that she has. And I I kind of feel like you don't embarrass easily. Do you? Have you ever had a truly embarrassing moment? Oh, for sure. So many. Like I've, I've told them all basically on Instagram. I know, but you don't ever feel sound embarrassed. In the it's moment I like... feel embarrassed and I feel like my coping mechanism and how I get over it is by sharing with sharing other people. It. Because then I know I'm not the only one that has experienced something like that. Mm -hmm. So when I share it and I hear people say that they've had a similar one, I'm like, see? Have you always been that way? Like as a little kid, were you yeah. outgoing and Yeah. And like my mom said one of her first memories of me was when in kindergarten a new school was being built. And so they were bringing the parents in to do a tour. I just <laughs> took it upon myself to be the tour guide <laughs> of the new school. And I was gathering like groups of parents to take them through. And I had no idea even like what the new <laughs> school looked like. Making up things. Like. Totally. And here is no, the really <laughs> <laughs> No idea. Here's the pink hall and down here's the blue one. So it's adorable. Yeah. I just love, I really have always loved connecting with people. Anybody who will be my friend. I learned from a podcast that you were on the nitty gritty that yeah. you're the youngest in yeah. your family. I think that might play into it because our younger brother. Yeah just a joker so funny to be around it for sure has a role like i had to fight for the attention mm -hmm. and i did <laughs> you found a good way of I getting it hard. because that's people want to be around that oh so when fun. you started your instagram did you have in mind like this community bonding over awkward moments and vulnerable things like that you know what not really it kind of just evolved i started it and it was a private account just to post silly really silly stuff for me to laugh at when i was nursing in the middle of the night with my babies you know I needed something besides business uh -huh. to kind of balance it out. And so I would just post silly, silly stuff to make myself laugh. And and just my close friends and family that knew me that totally got my humor. And they're like, no, you really need to open this up. People would connect with it. So I did for a while. And I just, people did. They connected with it. And I had more fun with it than anything the business brought. That's awesome. Yeah, it just brought like a different aspect to it. I'm like, I would love to do this and not get paid and just quit everything else. So tell us about your family. You've got all girls, right? Four girls, all two years apart, all in May. August is a really good month for you, Jeremy. <laughs> Seriously. You tan wow. and... What, back to school? Celebrate back to, celebrate back to school? I don't know. They're all about to have a birthday, but nine, seven, five, and three. Okay. And wow. they're all completely different. They, they have their own, completely their own personality. So which so, baby were you nursing when you started your Instagram? Second. And what business was that? So the first business I started and kind of used Instagram to, you know, to work through was it was called Ivory Kate, which is actually my second daughter. But I started it when I had just had my third. And what and was it? It was like a women and children's accessory boutique. It kind of just started by accident. It, yeah. I really didn't have a vision for it before. It just evolved. You just needed so, a hobby or? Yeah, really. My husband was in law school okay. and we needed some extra money. And it was kind of when Instagram was just barely getting started with businesses taking off and mm -hmm. you can make money selling your stuff through Instagram. So I sold some baby shoes, and what really took off was my uh, wire wrap headbands that I made. And I felt I felt like I invented them until I looked <laughs> on China's websites. <laughs> I'm like, oh, maybe I wasn't the first one. But I did have my own take on it, and we just they did. I sold thousands of them. They just kind of took off, and it was such an answer to a prayer during law school. Uh -huh. And it was an outlet for me. I'm not just a mom. I can actually, you yeah. know, a lot of moms can relate to that. Yeah, you know, living their dream, raising their family, but then there's this other part of them that feels like. There's more to me than this. I mean, I felt uh -huh. that. Yeah. I did. 
Totally. So who did you sell to? Who was your audience? This is before you had your massive Instagram account. Yeah. So my other Instagram account grew pretty quickly, actually, because I feel like there wasn't as much competition, you know? So even though I was selling maybe not like mind-blowing things, there just wasn't a lot on there. Well, this is probably back in the day where you posted something anyone who followed you would see it Before the algorithm. Yeah. And small businesses kind of knew each other. So we were working together to promote each other's products and things like that. Collabs. Yes. Yes. Comment pods. And, and giveaways that would actually work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people were like so excited about it. Now it's like so annoying for people sometimes. <laughs> but they were working then. Um, I got in really, really early with that. I feel like, yeah, it was just an outlet for me to not just be, not just be a mom. I know that sounds kind of bad, but it really cool. was a creative outlet that I just kind of found myself through. Women are complex and multidimensional creatures. Yeah. Right? Being a mom is one part of the things that we can do and yeah. do pretty dang well. That's right. But when I was in the throes, I'm still in the throes of babyhood. Your youngest seven. is? He's eight. Eight, okay. I had seven in 10 years. Oh. And when oh I was gosh, in the middle amazing. of all of the trenches, I call them the trenches, for our wedding, we got like 10 springform pans. And I remember thinking, what in the world do you do with a springform pan? <laughs> what is and a springform what pan? What is a springform pan? Well, I knew my dad loved cheesecakes. And so one Father's Day, I thought, I'm going to make him a cheesecake. But I didn't want to just make one flavor. I wanted to make eight different flavors. I had the cheese. I had the pans. You had enough So pans. I used all those pans and made eight cheesecakes. And I cut them into the portions. And now I had eight extra cheesecakes. So I sold them. So I, for oh, a long I time... That. Made cheesecakes and sold them. I loved I loved the cheesecakes. I had the I had the springform pans and it gave me an outlet. I love that. A little that. business. A little business. It really yeah. is in all of us. There's something in all of us that kind of just wants to be multi-dimensional. So ivory Kate, headbands, shoes. And then I was this sounds like when I talk about it in the you know, in the past tense, it sounds so funny, but I would watercolor images and then I would digitally have them digitally printed on t shirts. So I was selling t shirts for a while with my own Water You're an artist? No, I'm not at yeah, all. Like, not artist. even start. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> That's what makes it so funny is, like, I digitally printed these on T-shirts, and then my mom called me, and she's like, who painted these? I don't think she's ever even seen me pick up a paintbrush. But I think I saw something on Pinterest or whatever. I'm like, I can do that. Mm-hmm. So I just did, like, 100 paintings until one of them looked good enough and then put them on a T-shirt. So. Were they, like, scenery, objects? Pineapple was the first one. It was, like, perfect. It was a pineapple. And where would you sell the shirts? Uh, get on social media? Yeah, just on my oh website. My gosh. So, and then I had like a bird, an apple. A, and then for Christmas, I did a Santa hat and a Christmas tree. I love that I you just know. saw something and you're like, hey, uh, I, I can, can do, do that. that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's how all businesses start, right? You pick pieces up from inspiration that you've seen. Yeah. You know? or, or you're solving a problem that nobody solves. Yeah. And you're just like, I'm sick of complaining about this. I'm just going to totally do something about it. And that and the problem for me at the time was kind of money. You know yeah. what I mean? It was in, it was inspired by, I mean, I want to shop when my husband's in law school. Too. <laughs> okay. we so really the motivation were. was to make extra money. Yeah, for sure. That's how it initially started. Absolutely. And I think that's why the passion behind that business wasn't long lasting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it gave me the foundation to use in my next business. This is Lates with Kate? Yeah, Lates by Kate. Late with Kate. Yep. Selling Lates by Kate. Yeah. Okay, I know. I thought it was really creative, and now it's just confusing. <laughs> I'm like, I really didn't think through that very well. Eventually, we just want to call them Lates. Okay. We can drop the by Kate. Okay, so, so tell us everything. So we launched in, uh, we had a big launch party in May of 2018. So we're almost two years. 
And how it all started was really based on both accounts on Instagram, my Ivory K business. That was the foundation for all of it because that's where I learned a little bit about business. I never claimed to be a, <laughs> you know, well-renowned business owner because hey, I don't scrappy. like I'm scrappy totally very very scrappy but I learned so much and then with my late with Kate where I could just be a complete idiot on social media and people were connecting to Eating it, it I'm it like up. let's just this, I knew for a couple of years I wanted to combine, combine the two I just had no idea how I was going to do it so I started selling other people's products like Gap pajamas and you know like swipe up I love these these are my favorite so it kind of turned into like a favorites thing mm -hmm. on my Instagram and pajamas have always kind of been my favorite thing and I really it was just one of those moments I woke up and I'm like oh my gosh this is it I've been trying for three or four years on my late with Kate to try to make people feel comfortable in their own skin no matter what they're going through if somebody else is going through it I just want to make them feel comfortable like they're not alone and pajamas was a way to do it in a tangible way as well. I can make them feel comfortable kind of in life in general and then in a tangible way as well. It just kind of a light went off for me. Yeah. It really still feels that way. It just feels like this is exactly what I'm supposed to do. I love well, it. I'm just waiting for the day when Chatbooks declares proper work attire or pajamas. As pajamas. <laughs> Let's do I it. I get home as of and today. that's what I take off my jeans, yes. take off my bra, oh, put on my pajamas, my yes. sweatpants. Erica yes. actually gave me one of your little black Night I called gowns. it a nighty, but it's not. <laughs> it was a favorite <laughs> thing. Your husband will not call it a nighty. <laughs> no. It's no. But it, it's so comfortable. Buttery. Pockets. And it's, it covers all the right things. Yeah. It was a favorite things party. The pajamas so. are even better. I promise. The, the fabric is like butter. I'm torn it's between the, if I want the pants or the shorts. Right? Those little shorts. I was thinking about you need getting both. those Don't decide. Girls. We'll get you <laughs> both. Like, sure. Okay. Well, what made you go then from having that aha moment that you've built this community that you help make feel comfortable in their skin. How do I feel comfortable? I feel comfortable in pajamas. But then there's a lot of steps between that idea yeah. and actually having product in a store to sell. Right. That's where my experience from the past business came in for sure. Because before I was sewing all the shoes and making all the shirts and stuff by myself. And then I slowly just kind of hired people out and made other connections. And through making those connections, like I had uh, manufacturers for my baby shoes in Mexico and just finding manufacturers outside the country that could do it in bigger bulk gave me the confidence that I'm like, yeah. oh, it was it was really just step by step that I did this. So when I when I realized that I wanted to do pajamas, it was literally like next day. You knew who game to call. On. Let's you knew go. The game wow. the playbook. Well, yeah. Yeah. I called like six different people that, that same day and I was on the phone all day. You know, when you, you know, mm hmm. It's when like, the bug hits and you're yeah. like, I got to get this. I got to do this. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want these any year, even though that's basically how long it takes. Yeah. You want it tomorrow. So I just made all the uh, connections that I could until one felt right. So we just ran with it. And we've changed a few manufacturers. And it's just such a evolution. Business is such an evolution. Like, rarely do you start somewhere where you end up, you know? Yeah. With manufacturers and ideas. And you just kind of have to evolve. I gotta imagine it's scary to switch yeah. manufacturers. If it's you're the worst. In, if you're comfortable and they know your product, yeah. you know them, you know how they work. To have to make that transition, how do you how do you make that transition? I, I think that has been the hardest part of my entire starting late is trying to find a good fit for manufacturing and designing and all of it. Because once you start over, even though you have the prototypes and you have the tech packs and all of the sizing. It doesn't always translate into that on paper. So when you started the business, did you raise any money or did you self-fund? That's, that's often a roadblock for people that have an idea sure. is how to financially have get initial it started. Investment. Yeah. Do a pre-sale or a Kickstarter? My husband and I invested um, $50,000 into Lates right off the bat. And that was enough to pay for my first order. And then after that, we've, we've never had to take out funds. 
as of now. And when I started the Ivory K, when my husband was in law school, I would just do it like my very first product was a leather skirt that I cut up and made six pairs of shoes out of. So it was just making a tiny bit of money, and then I would put that money right back into fabric that I would make for headbands. Yeah. So just, yeah, just saving from past businesses, we were able to invest in this big so dream. So remind me how old your girls are again. Nine, seven, five, and three. Do you incorporate them anyway in the business? Oh, yeah. Not as much now because I have a warehouse that does all the shipping and the mm-hmm. customer service, but definitely in the beginning of both of my businesses, they used to help me ship shoes and sort headbands because every headband had a name. Like and after so, one of your kids? Yeah, or just like whatever it looked like. Like if it had flowers on it, it would be called Daisy. It's just oh, to be yeah. Oh, yeah. straight. And so London, oh, she was my little sidekick. I would be like, hey, London, will you go grab me like four daisies? <laughs> she knew all the names Aww. to all the headbands, and she knew how to fold them and stuff them in the envelopes. And she loved looking at all the shoes when they'd come in. She's like, mom, they're so tiny. Look at this. Or she'd tell me that some lace was off center. Like she just, she was definitely part <laughs> quality of Quality control. Yeah, that is she so was. good. Yeah. <laughs> I had my six-year-old's quality control. Well, I know for me and my husband, as we've been building our business, I have to spend a lot of time away from home working on the business. And part of how we make that work in our family is the kids feel like they have ownership because they were also helping fulfill orders and and working and sorting books. And they've modeled for us. They've they've been involved every step of the way. It's a little harder now as the business has gotten bigger. But they feel that ownership, which helps with that work-life balance that everyone wants to talk about. and And the understanding. Mom's working. I know what she's working towards. Exactly. I'm invested in it. Go get it, mom. Totally. I think that's the difference between what I do and what my husband does too. And that's, I feel really lucky that way because obviously my kids can't really go to work with my husband. So they, when they try to explain what he does, they don't really know. But they were there. Even when I launched my pajamas, we had all of them in my garage, like lined up and they all had names on them and colors and stuff. And so my girls would go grab them. And so even though my, like you said, even though my um, pajamas are in a warehouse now, they know exactly what I do. Their hands have been on them. They've seen me design them at my house. We've talked about it. So it is. It's definitely a personal connection. I think it's with so awesome. Kids. You don't need an MBA to start a mm-hmm. business. Oh, yeah. No. You just need an idea, some, some passion. Some grit. Yeah. Totally. Scrappy. Yes. And your girls have learned that. So as they get older and they see a need or an idea, right. they have a great model. Yeah. So great. Well, I've had a lot of great models to see. I feel like even uh, the people that I've met on Instagram, just it feels like a really small world with a lot of the business owners. And those have kind of been my mentors, just to see what they can do. And I look at them, I'm like, oh, my gosh, if they can do it, I can do it. Like, yeah. they just give me the, you know, the motivation. So It can also be discouraging, though, when you see, like, man, they are just killing it. Yeah. How do they keep doing it? You've got this amazing, engaged Instagram community. And it's, that feels like a lot of work. I'm not naturally that <laughs> engaging, and I'm never <laughs> going to put that kind of stuff out there. But, yeah, maybe if I had a bigger social following, I would – have more business but do you ever feel any insecurities about what you see out there or are you oh, just one of those sure. like you just seem like just a, such a solid secure company like oh, no. not worrying yeah. about anybody else just powering it, I on. mean the, again I keep using this word but it's definitely an evolution definitely yeah. at the beginning of when I was starting my Ivory K business I had a lot of doubts for sure I don't think I had as much passion for it so I was always second guessing and looking around being like oh my gosh they're doing so much better because I didn't have such a belief in what I was doing yeah. And so I think once that transition happened to, no, I, I want to do this. This is what I'm passionate about. I'm going to make this work. Everybody else's outside perspective matters a lot less. So, I mean, I still definitely have insecurities, but I usually just make them into a joke. <laughs> it makes it less of an insecurity. <laughs> it does make it a little bit better. It huh? really does. Um, you have to laugh it off. We talked a little bit about, or just mentioned, 
work-life balance. That is something that I get asked as a working mom all the time. Like, what? How do you do work-life balance? And I don't think it exists. No. Um, it takes a village to raise any family totally to do agree. anything. Can you tell us a little bit about what your village looks like? How do you do it? I have a great babysitter. Yeah. She's she's the best. And my girls literally feel like she is Mary Poppins. They love her so much. So I that takes away so much guilt for me because they ask every day if Tatum's coming. I'm like, no, not today. I'm home. Hey, <laughs> I'm in charge. I'm in charge today. Let's go do something fun. But I'm really lucky that way as far as um, I'm the only business owner. I'm the only owner in my business. And so I kind of have the say in if I want things to slow down or if I want it to pick up. And so if I feel like things are getting a little bit too out of balance, then I just kind of slow it down and go at my own pace. And I really, really like that about my business. I've been approached about partnerships and I've been really close to almost partnering with a couple people. And it just really comes down to, I just want to have the flexibility for my family. And some weeks I'm completely gone. You know what I mean? There's some weeks where I have no balance with my family. I have to work. I'm product designing. I'm working with my manufacturers and my headspace is basically just for work. And then other weeks I just peace out on work. I think if you look at it every day, it, you could feel like it's out of balance, but if you look at the big picture, right, and you're like, well, I was gone these three days, but now I'm back, yes, and I'm fully exactly. engaged. Yes, that's exactly what I try to do. Because really, like you said, there can't be a balance all the time. Yeah. So social media was this great outlet for you. Does it start to feel like work now that your business has grown out of it? I don't feel like my my late with Kate is work at all. It is such a fun hobby for me that I feel like it's what picks me up when I'm down. Honestly, like people are always like, oh, you make me smile when my day has gone bad. I'm like, no, like this is what, this Instagram community is what that does for me as well. It's not just one-sided. So it really is fun. I feel really fortunate that way. How do you unwind and recharge? Is yeah. it you, dancing you can on social it. media? <laughs> just, just, pull it, just, pull it, just pull up my Instagram feed. That's exactly what I do to unwind. Honestly, I my husband can attest to that. He's like, just sit sit down and watch TV with me. Do you watch TV? No. I, no. Yeah, no. I think I don't have really the patience for it. I watch The Bachelor. I usually watch it with like the covers right here, just so mortified I know, at right? what's going on. But I can't You not can't look watch. away. Maybe that's why people watch my Instagram. They've got the blanket like halfway covering their eyes like, I can't look away. It's a train wreck. Oh, just like The Bachelor. Maybe that's why I like it so I'm much. I'm here for it. I'm here for both of it. It's so good. So no, I don't watch. I'll... I'll bribe him into like if you do a yoga pose with me then I'll watch a show with you well you posted a few, a few back of the people in the circle oh yeah yeah wait one of the challenges yes, yeah that we was need to try on that. my list to try that because it looks watching it I think that's easy we can do that let's do that when we all the sisters it. are in town and we'll post it on our story we have to yeah. Hey, you mentioned Jeremy. I'm surprised at how often he's in your stories because if yeah. I pull out my camera, my husband disappears. He never wants to be on there at all. Yeah. Is he just... Jeremy does not hate the camera. Just, and the camera just, doesn't hate him. So it, it really works. <laughs> it's a, it's a good relationship. No, he really is so comfortable in front of the camera. In fact, I honestly think he's more comfortable in front of the camera than um, just, like in a big group when it's kind of just behind the scenes. He does really, really well with like trainings when he has to do a podcast behind the scenes and not as much in, in bigger groups. Huh. So he's very comfortable in front of the camera and he's hilarious. Oh, we he's, love seeing him on there. He saves it for the for the gram. That's awesome. Okay, Lates has been around for almost two years. Yeah. Do you have a big grand master plan for this um, business? I mean the right answer would be yes. But <laughs> it's okay. No, it's okay. But not necessarily. I just don't I really do just take it step by step. I, I really look up to people who have these big, huge, massive companies where they have big, massive teams 
but for me right now it's it feels so comfortable and so good and I'm really proud of what I built but I can still have the life that I want to have at home yeah you still want it to be feels very enjoyable. Good. It feels very enjoyable, both parts. And so I don't want to overthink it. When it's the time really, comes, yes. you can grow. How many exactly. employees do you have? We have six full-time employees. But th- with that being said, I use a warehouse that does all my customer service and my shipping and all my returns. returns. But they also do that for a few other companies. So they're not technically just my employees. So we have several that work for Lates, but they're not just Lates employees. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So. It's still, we're just baby. We're just a baby company. But Have you ever made a trip over to your manufacturing? No, not yet. Not anytime soon either. Well, now, yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, that, no, I haven't. in China, right? Yes. But my third-party manufacturer has gone over there. He went and picked up my first samples ever. So he went and visited with him, met him, and kind of gave me a once-removed experience. There really has to be a sense of accomplishment. Like, do you ever just pinch yourself and be like, I cannot believe the youngest of six that this is mine? Yeah. No, I really do. And it's it really is overwhelming. I think for anybody who started a business from scratch and didn't come from a business world, it really is mind-blowing. That what you did can... you go to school in? Dental hygiene. I'm a dental hygienist. Could not be further from what I do. That's the way Makes I feel even better. I will be in the middle of a boardroom, I'm in a board <laughs> meeting, Googling, wait, what was that acronym? What was it? Uh, um My experience with know. business words, like yeah. don't even go there. I feel like my mind really works scientifically. Not at all with business. I mean, I've learned. Mm-hmm. I've learned a few words. My favorite is when I'm drafting an email and I'm like, I never use these words in my real life. Send. Totally. Where you're just like, they don't <laughs> know sure. that I don't know what I'm, I'm just bluffing. <laughs> exactly. No, you have to. Knowing the definitions is not, it's not the important part. No, I agree. And that's, that's one thing that I tell people who say that they want to start a business, but they don't know how. I'm like, all you have to have really is the drive to do it. And the longevity to do it because honestly, it's it's easy to say I want this because they see how successful it can be. It's another to be like I want this even though it's going to bring so many trials. Yes, because it's not. It looks it looks a lot easier than it is, especially when you're looking at a business that is successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I look at chapbooks, and chapbooks as it is right now will be six this year. Yeah. But, but it's been a long, long, long there road. There were years. Up to it. We've oh, been beta sure. testing years. But even in the last six years, I'm, I've had times where I've thought, oh my gosh, I want my old life back. Right. It's a lot. It's a lot yeah. of work. And once you get going and growing and hiring, and it's it's amazing and it's exciting. But it's also you talked about longevity. Like you got to be willing to go, go for right the long haul. That's on right. It. And through the ups and downs. And sometimes I wish I could just stay home and watch Netflix. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I think that's the beauty of being self-funded and you're your own boss. Yeah. Is that you do have the ability to be like, you know what? Yeah. We're doing good. Let's just coast for a while. Right. It goes in waves. Like, I have really big dreams for it, but I feel like I'm almost living my dream, too. So I don't yeah. want to get too ahead of myself, you know? Don't stop doing Late with Kate. Never. Never. I Never. will it's give up lates before I give up late with Kate. Because honestly, there can't be one without the other. Yeah. Really, that's how I feel. Like one started because of the other. And my full passion, what brings me so much joy, they both do. But it really is just being a crazy person. Well, I'm so glad that we got to share the more serious side of Kate here today. That was interview. a little serious. Yeah, we did get oh, through. Yeah, we see. got was, I know. Change out our business hat. But no, right. but for anybody who thinks, oh, I'm not, I'm not a businesswoman. I can never start a business. Follow her Instagram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anybody. Your testament to Right. Seriously. Thanks for sharing your story. Oh, no, thank you guys so much it's for really having me. inspiring. I have to show that I'm a little bit legitimate sometimes. Well, you did it. This yeah. is so great. <laughs> Thanks so much. All right. We'll see you.
Thank you for joining the Mom Force. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. And look in the show notes for a special Chatbooks discount code. See you next week. Thank you.